So uh, welcome, folks. Uh, my name is Matthew. I'm one of Diana's colleagues. And uh, we'll get started in a couple minutes. And uh, I know nobody, uh, nobody books the middle seat on flights. But if it's possible, to give up the aisle a little bit, just to make some room for for folks. If there if there's room to slide towards the center, that's uh, appreciated for the the latecomers. So welcome to uh, welcome to all of you. Um, how many people are here for the first time? Okay, welcome. Um, if you could uh, turn off your phone, that would be great. Um, so uh, I'll say a few words about uh, about practice, and then we'll we'll sit together. So some uh, recent um, researchers did a, a prominent uh, kind of review paper on the, the neuroscience and the mechanisms of mindfulness meditation practice. And their question was, uh, how is it that mindfulness leads to, uh, alleviates distress, but also enhances flourishing, promotes flourishing. And their suggestion was that it was three primary mechanisms through which mindfulness delivers its impact. 
And the first was attentional control. And so when we practice with the breathing, for example, we're actually learning to, to train the attention to stay. And when it doesn't stay, to come back without much fuss. And in this kind of very humble, simple way, we're actually cultivating what is a, a foundational skill in our own well-being, namely the ability to focus on what we want to focus on and not focus on what we don't want to focus on. The second skill, uh, mechanism of action, we could say, was enhanced emotion regulation. And so <coughs> when we sit and we just f are attending to the breath, to the body, a thousand impulses will arise, right? An itch, a pain, a heartache, lunch, thoughts, whatever it may be. And what we're learning to do is actually to, in a way, expose all of those impulses to awareness and not act according to their dictates. And in this way, we're strengthening uh, emotion regulation, like the ability to, we could say, stay free, stay flexible amidst intensity of feeling. And then the last piece that they highlighted was a, a kind of change in how we uh, relate to ourselves, how, how we actually hold ideas about who we are. And the hypothesis, and we can investigate this in a sense in our own experience, is to see the way in which clinging to notions of ourself, to who we are, makes for very fertile ground for difficult emotion, right? So, for example, if I'm like, if my main agenda here, I if, if I'm insisting in my own mind, oh, I'm a good, I'm a good mindfulness teacher, right? If I'm like holding to that desperately, then uh, for one, all the people who are like sleeping or really disliking this session, that's actually gonna hurt a lot, you know? And furthermore, it means that uh, I will, um, in a certain sense, I'm prioritizing the curation of my own self view above trying to just be helpful and do something that might benefit others. And so in many ways, we actually get to see how the kind of fixation of defining ourselves in rigid ways uh, compromises well-being. So attentional control, emotion regulation, and a more kind of flexible 
nuanced uh, understanding of who we are. And remarkably, all of that actually begins in a very simple way, just by tuning in to this, this breath. So we don't need to worry about doing all of that. We don't need to worry about how mindfulness might work. We just surrender again and again to the moment. And we let the logic of the practice unfold through us. feels comfortable allowing the eyes to close. Just checking in with the body and mind. What are the connotations of the silence? Uh, how does it feel right now as we settle into some quiet? Perhaps taking a few deeper breaths where you really bring the breath into the belly. Keep the belly soft, relaxed.
can be good to begin practice by really looking at all the things we might be doing that we can stop doing. The ways in which we might be bracing against the moment. The ways in which we can confuse the effortlessness of awareness with a kind of contracted focusing, holding to the breath. might sense where you feel the breath most clearly, the nostrils, chest, or belly. And just simply receive the breath in awareness. So much else arises, sounds, other sensations in the body, internal conversations, mental images, we're not trying to hold any of that down, you know, let it all arise simply be in the background with the breathing in the foreground.
might pay close attention to when the inhale begins and ends. When the exhale begins and ends. We're blanketing the entire breath in awareness. gravitational pull of thinking <coughs> will seduce the attention again and again. And our practice is to come back in a very simple, unhurried,
by giving over the awareness to breathing and allowing all of our memories and concerns, our joy and sorrow, allowing all of that to be in the background. We're actually doing something quite profound. Perhaps you could say that we're making peace with our lives, with the human condition. Just briefly checking in with mind, body. Gently opening the eyes to now include sight. So awareness doesn't stop. In a sense, we don't have to abruptly stop practicing either. Just another aspect of human experience, seeing. to be with you. They're appreciative of the, the hammer for hosting and uh, there's info on the mindfulness center and classes and stuff out by the exit. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, I'll, uh, I'll hang around and uh, try to answer if I can. So uh, yeah, I wish you a good, uh, good day. Thanks.